come to Daphne sounds expensive. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm renowned opera singer Sir Willard White, and I've been paid an extortionate amount of money to introduce this, the first episode of Daphne Sounds Expensive. And what is that descending from the heavens? Is it a comet, a meteor, a fallen angel? No, it's a sketch comedian in a jetpack. Please give it up for Jason Forbes! Hi, Willard. Hello, Jason. Gosh, a jetpack. That must have cost a few bob. How are the others going to top that entrance? Oh, my word. It's the Pope! <laughs> and what's that on his back? It's Phil Wang, everybody! Hi! Hi, everyone. Hi, Willard. Uh, just drop me off here, Francis, if that is your real name. Uh, well, I'm no. just going to have to ask you to shut up, Your Holiness, because someone's coming to the door. Special delivery. There's something coming out of the box. Oh, my God, what is it? Why, it's George Four Acres! Uh, hello, lads. Hello, Willard. <laughs> oh, I've got to say, I'm really enjoying these extravagant entrances. You arrived in a cardboard box. How is that extravagant? Are you joking? Same-day delivery from Wolverhampton. <laughs> also, very difficult to put stamps on a package you're in. Had to lay them on the floor, licked side up, and topple myself onto them. Right, I'm off to go and play my GameCube. <laughs> Shout if you need me. See you later. See Bye. you later, Bye. Bye. All the best. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show! Thank you to our lovely band for playing us in, and thank you for tuning in to Daphne Sounds Expensive, the sketch show that's got everyone saying, who's Daphne? Is it one of them? Is it all of them? Why are they called Daphne? What, what even is this show? And we appreciate the kind, kind words. <laughs> we are Daphne, one of the UK's most racially diverse sketch trios. I'm Jason Forbes, and I'm a British-born Anglo-Franco-Caribbean. I'm Phil Wang, and I'm an Anglo-Franco-Chinese-Malaysian. And I'm George Fouracres, and I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> Daphne Sounds Expensive is the most expensive show on the radio. We incur the costs, send the invoices to our producer Matt at the BBC, and cross our fingers. <laughs> yes, we have spent mountains of cash for the benefit of you, the listener. What other radio show would have an original Picasso right here by the microphones? <laughs> Soak it in, listener. Soak it in. It's such a vivid painting. It's like you can just reach right in there and grab that knee which is on her face for some reason. <laughs> Oh, Jason! Sorry. Uh, we didn't budget for any more art. We're going to have to settle for Tracy Emin. What was that? Oh, I was a drummer. He dropped two drums and then a cymbal. Sorry! Get it together, Ben! <laughs> We've been very excited in the run-up to our first ever radio series and have naturally been keeping a keen ear on the competition. Yes, that's why I have ordered us a brand new radio. Has it got knobs on it? Only if you tune into TalkSport, am I right? <laughs> ben! <laughs> anyway... Let's have a listen and find out who we're sharing the airwaves with. Oh, it's the horse racing. Would you believe it? Oh, what are the odds? Would you believe it? I'm gonna win. I can't believe it. I'm gonna win. Ah, damn it. And ah, damn it wins the race. <laughs> Followed shortly after by Would you believe it? What are the odds? And I'm gonna win. <laughs> what weird names was one of the few horses not to take part. <laughs> and that's that. Also didn't take part in the count of a broken leg because of boring. 
Now on BBC Radio 4, Gardener's Question Time. Um, yes, a question there from the gentleman at the back. Yeah, I've been gardening for 16 years, and now you've got all these foreign invasive plants coming in. I've already got about 100 different plants in my garden. There's no room for them. Yeah, there's no room for them. I look outside my window, it's like a different country. What are you going to do about it? OK, uh, who wants to answer that one? Uh, I will. Look. The Royal Horticultural Society doesn't really have much jurisdiction well, in this area. Why don't you just give a straight no, no, answer? No, 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 let me finish this point because I think it's really important. <laughs> what I would do is introduce a strict system, like in Australia, where we ensure, <laughs> where we ensure that the right plants are coming in. Boo. No, because I think that our gardens are better for it. We don't want them. Change it. <laughs> is the BBC World Service. Malaysian news now. Hey, that's where I'm from. Notorious outlaw Pak Balang has been spotted recently on the island of Borneo in Malaysia. It is the first sighting of Pak Balang in almost a decade. Uncle Stripes? Who? Oh, hi, Sir Willard. Uncle Stripes, or Pak Belang in Malay, is Phil's legendary criminal uncle. Yeah, apparently he's been hiding somewhere in the Kinabalu region of Borneo for years. Why is he called Uncle Stripes? No idea. Stripey prison uniform, I guess. I've never actually met him, just been told stories. By all accounts, he is quite the rascal. Authorities have issued a reward of £116 million, roughly the cost of an original Picasso, for his capture. He was last seen at the following coordinates. 5.96 degrees north, 100 128 degrees east. Oh my word. 116 million pounds. Guys, get your stuff. We're going to Malaysia to find Pak Belang. There's our plane. <laughs> Parked right outside the radio theatre. Thank goodness for these spacious, quiet, central London roads. Oh, there's a lot of blood and screaming out there, Jason. Casualties of progress. Audience, pack your bags. Band, pack your instruments. We're going to Malaysia! We're on a plane now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the co-pilot, Sir Willard White, speaking. We are currently cruising at an altitude of 35,000 feet. Now, don't forget, if it gets too stuffy in the cabin, do feel free to open a window. Willard, no! Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. I'm afraid Sir Willard White will be unavailable for the remainder of the flight. Well, there's two million quid literally out the window. But rest assured, we are still on course. Please enjoy your in-flight entertainment, which will be provided by our onboard sketch group, Daphne. Thanks, Cap'n. <laughs> this first sketch, everyone, is set in a restaurant and is entitled The Horrible Date. That's The Horrible Date. OK? <clears throat> Here we go. <clears throat> Michael. Yes? Hi, it's it's me, David. You 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 got here all right then? What does it look like? Right. Okay. Well, shall we? Uh... Oh, sh Oi, waiter! Free coffee. Sorry. Free coffee. It's what I always get when I come in here. We've never done free coffees. Oh, so you're that dickhead waiter everyone's been banging on about, Mr. Crabjaw? What? Mr. Crabjaw. That's what everyone calls you behind your back. Turn around. Yeah, I can see it. I'm <laughs> um, sorry. We've got a table book for half past seven. Uh, oh yeah, the two gay guys. Sure, it's just here. <laughs> Uh, can I get you anything to drink? Oh, I'd love a lovely big glass of Nothing wine. Nothing for us, thank you. OK, I'll come back in a sec. So what is it you do again? Oh, um, well, I've just uh, opened up a little independent shop. Yeah, yeah, I remember it was something stupid like that. <laughs> OK, and uh, what, what did you say you do again? Uh, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. 
Oh, right, okay. What's, what are you, what, friend, what are you, a spy or...? Sorry, what part of our kill you don't you understand? <laughs> Waiter, I'm hungry and I'm thirsty, come on! Uh, what can I get you? You go first. Uh, can we just have a couple more minutes? Oh, I'll have the chicken followed by the duck followed by the lamb and a glass of tap water. What do you want? I don't know. I've not had a look. In which case, let's just get the bill. You'll pay. I'm going for a shit. <laughs> don't eat my food. There you go. Uh, one glass of tap water. Uh, and I've also brought you some hurshta on the house. Oh, thank you. That was very kind. What's it called, sorry? Hurshta. It's a traditional Moroccan delicacy. Oh, right. Thank you very much. I'll just try some. <laughs> Ugh! Oh, God, that's disgusting. Ugh, what do you give me there? Some sort of shriveled old plum? No, Ugh. no it's a date. It's what? It's a date. Ugh. Well, it's horrible. Whatever it is, it's a horrible date. That's a horrible date. Thank you very much. Boo! Boo! All that for one joke, waste of time. Put a movie on. Ah, fine. I lost my mother when I was six, but 20 years later, I found her again in Sainsbury's, <laughs> in the milk aisle, dead. <laughs> she was stabbed 73 times. She looked awful, but if you saw the other guy, <laughs> please let us know. <laughs> You're probably wondering who I am. The name's Malcolm, Malcolm X, no relation. <laughs> I work on the police force, detective department. I'm the sort of guy who shoots first and asks questions later. Questions like, oh God, what have I done? <laughs> now I'm gonna find out who's responsible for killing my mother. The only lead I've got to go on is a milk bottle and a fingerprint. Looks like I've got a new arch nemesis. The Moriarty to my homes, the white whale to my Ahab, the Mel Gibson to my the Jews. <laughs> No stone unturned, no question unanswered. Ladies and gentlemen, sorry to interrupt that strange, strange film. <laughs> As you can see, the fastened seatbelt signs are now on, so please return to your seats. We will be landing in approximately now. Daphne Airlines is delighted to announce only one death this flight. Daphne Airlines has get you way to fly. Oh no, there we go. Immigration, customs. This is a part I always wish we could skip. It's a radio show, guys. We can just skip this bit. Oh yeah. Good thinking, Phil. Ah, and here we are, Malaysia. Hey, you all just skipped customs and immigration. Get them! Quick, run! Oh, no, some of the audience have been caught. There's no time. Just leave them. It's what they would have wanted. Oh, God. I can't keep this up for much longer. I'm running out of breath. No, George, this way. Look, they'll never find us in here. Everybody make it? The band just about made it. They were busy playing all that chase music. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Is the audience okay? You okay, guys? Yeah. Okay, good. Where are we? The Borneo rainforest, my friend. Well, what are we going to do? Let me finish. <laughs> the Borneo rainforest. My friend Pang recommended it for hiding from our customs officials. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, look, look, a monkey. Shh, George, stop making that noise. You'll scare the monkey away. Sorry, oh, I've got a stone in me bastard shoe. Yes, there are many hazards in the rainforest. Stones, predators, poisonous plants, creepy crawlies. <gasps> Look out, a black widow! My husband dead!
sorry for your loss, madam. Leave her alone, boys. Her grief can be very toxic. Come on. How the hell I end up in Malaysia anyway? This shit ain't right. Okay, so I've got GPS on my phone. Now, uh, what were those coordinates? 5.96 degrees north, 128 degrees east. How do you remember that? I've got a really good long-term memory. Bad short-term memory, though. That's interesting. What's interesting? <laughs> For goodness sake, Ben! <laughs> Which way is it, Phil? I haven't got any signal. Oh, look, a hiker. Maybe he can help. I'll, I'll ask him. Apa kabar, bang? Sila tolong... Where was it again, George? 5.96 degrees north, 128 degrees east. 5.9... West! 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 Oh, great, he speaks English. OK, looks like he's leading us west. Come on. West! 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 What's he doing now? He seems to be pitching a tent. Uh, what's going on? What do you mean? I'm really, really tired. I've been asking for a West for wages. <laughs> oh, you're kidding me! Oh, look, my signal's back. Hey, this says we're right by those coordinates. In fact, it should be right behind this foliage. So if I just push it aside, we should be face to face with... a beach resort? Yes, we made it. Wow, these trees are pretty soundproof. Come on, everybody. That pool ain't gonna wean itself. Yeah! Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. You, you, you guys knew this was here? W what's going on? Yeah, sorry, Phil. We made up that World Service report. We just wanted a holiday in Malaysia. Knew the only way you'd come to Kinabalu is if we made up something about your uncle's stripes. You did what? So there's no reward? Of course not, you greedy git. But no time for that now, Phil. We promised the hotel a sketch show in return for free towels. <laughs> come on, it's starting. Hello, everyone. Are we all excited to be here in Malaysia? Fantastic. Well, here's another sketch. Oh, Esmeralda. Up here, high in my bell tower, I cannot help but wonder why the people of Paris despise me so. Is it my repulsive, deformed body? My upsetting, tortured gait? My crap face? <laughs> no, Quasimodo, that's not it. Then why, Esmeralda? Why do children scream at the very sight of me? Why do the citizens of this proud city throw rotting fruit at me whenever I dare walk amongst them? Well, you're a dickhead, Quasimodo. I know not of what you speak. It's like you don't even realize. <laughs> it, it's like you... Are you done? Okay, fine. Why can't people look past this misshapen exterior to the beauty within? Shut up. You know, most ugly people compensate with skills or character. You know, they're, they're jolly, they're funny, they're good at baking. Well, you're a gypsy slag. See? <laughs> there, that is not okay. Get a job. I'm a street performer. You're street something, you're a something performer. Oh, Phoebus! Hey, guys, look, it's me, Captain Phoebus. Ha-ha, Captain Phoebus is here. Phoebus, I was just talking to Quasimodo about his attitude problem. Hey, look, I'm not going to stand here and lambast an old friend. So let me just sit down. There we go. You're a prick, mate. You know, we're always trying to include you in stuff, but all you ever do is ring these bells and then moon everyone who looks up. You just don't get it, do you? I'm an outcast, a prisoner in my own home. Quasimodo? Gasp, it is Frollo. My cruel guardian and captor. What despicable humiliation is in store for me today? Ah, Quasi, there you are. I've made some hot chocolate for you and your friends. 
Now, Esmeralda, I know you've got a bad tummy, so I put soya milk in yours instead. Yours a real monster! <laughs> what kind of man would milk a bean? Look, Quasimodo, we have to go. But please, think about what I've said, okay? This has to end. <sighs> All right, Esmeralda, I'll try. Come on, baby. Goodbye, Quasimodo. Goodbye. Oh, Quasimodo. Now what? Are you taking me back to that dreadful torturer? He's a chiropractor. <laughs> no, never. I'd rather jump off this tower. Uh... <laughs> Scream and poo yourself all you like, Quasimodo. <laughs> You're still going. <laughs> Let's do another one. No, no more. You tricked me, all right? I came to Malaysia to find my uncle, not do some stupid sketch show to Western devils. We can't stop now, Phil. George hasn't done his song and dance number yet. My mother once was a goose. She once was an actual goose. No, no, stop. Enough. Stop it. <laughs> I can't believe you both lied to me about Pak Bilang. Did you say Pak Bilang? Yes. Who are you? Who, me? Oh, I'm just a frail old lifeguard. I think someone's drowning over there. Shouldn't you be saving them? <laughs> oh, I'm too old for all that. I've learned over the years that most problems fix themselves in time. <laughs> See? He's dead. Tell me about Uncle Stripes. Ah, yes. The notorious Pak Balan. Word is he's on Mount Kinabalu, and I know exactly where. I can take you to him if you like. Ah, uh, what's the point? These guys told me there was a £116 million reward, but turns out that's not true. No. No, it isn't true. The reward for Pak Balang is £116 trillion! Oh, there you are, see? Not a wasted journey after all. Good luck up there, Phil. We're off to the sauna bar for a massage and a buffy. You can bank transfer our two-thirds when you get back. See ya! Oh, no, 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 no. You two are coming with me, or you're getting diddly squat. Ugh, diddly? That's the worst kind of squat. <laughs> it is a perilous journey. You will need a guide. Where are we going to find a guide? I will be your guide. We had better get moving. It is a long way to travel, and I am very slow. Uh, come on, then, audience. Put your margaritas down. Come on, everybody. Where is Kinabalu, anyway? Right behind this foliage. I can't believe how soundproof these trees are. <laughs> I, could, uh, I could do with some of these trees to put between me and me girlfriend. Know what I mean, lads? She hates the sound of my voice. <laughs> can't blame her. Me face! What did you do that for? The mountain has no time for comic misdirections. Let's get moving. <laughs> it's time for a rest. You must eat. Here, take this. Oh, what's that? It is the worm of the sago plant, a local delicacy, full of nutrition. Eat, it is good. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you ate a worm! Ugh. Horrible. You wouldn't get me on that. The only grub I'll eat is proper black country grub. Giblets, dripping, cow tongue, jellied pig snout. Ow! The mountain has no time for nostalgia. <laughs> Gosh, Phil, he really hates George. Yeah, I'd better see if he's all right. How are you holding up there, George, you asshole? <laughs> oh, I'm all right. I just really miss England when I'm abroad. Times like this, I wish I was a babby again. Chucked up at home with a bottle of gin and a 20-pack of Lambert and Butler. <laughs> 
Watching some good old-fashioned British children's television. Good afternoon and welcome to BBC Two, where we begin our afternoon on the seesaw with Postman Pat taking a message. Letters! Hey up! It's me, Posty Pat! My job's the letters! Well, better go and get them off Mrs. Goggins! Hey up, Mrs. Goggins! <laughs> Cheers, Goggo! Posty Pat! Posty Pat! Oh, look! It's Ted, the Andy Man! Hey up, Ted! Hey down, hey all around! Hey up, Pat! How's the post here? Get near, get near! Oh, has the got me letters? Ding dong! Oh, cheers, Pat! How's the Andy going, Ted? Have you fixed it? Uh-huh! I fixed a bike, I fixed the shoes, I fixed a mum! Wow! Oh, where is your cat? Bummed him and ate him! <laughs> Posty Pat! Oh, mind how you go, Pat! Mind how you go, mind how you go! Everybody knows it's bright red bum! All his friends will spoil when he gets his bum out! Um, you sure you've remembered that, right? I don't know, it was probably all the gin. Is it much further? I'm exhausted. We've been walking for ages. We're here. Thank God. Ow! The mountain has no time for relief. <laughs> this is the camp where Pak Belang is being held. He's in that hut over there, under the watch of those heavily armed guards. What, he's already been captured? There goes a reward. No! We can take Pak Belang for ourselves, but first we need to distract the guards. How are we going to do that? Ben! That wasn't even a punchline! Wait, where is he? Wait, he's over there, distracting the guards. He's giving us the thumbs up. Genius! Cheers, Ben! Quick, now's our chance. Ah, uh, damn, it's locked. What do we do now? I will pick the lock with my withered old finger. <laughs> oh, 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 God. Oh. Disgusting. It is done. I lost my finger, but it was worth it. S sorry, but wasn't it this hut over here? Oh, for the love of... Oh, gosh. Oh, oh, it's oh. even worse somehow. Oh, just... It's like... Oh, jeez. Oh. Well, this is it. I finally get to meet Uncle Stripes. How can I keep him in here like he's some kind of animal? Why do they call him Uncle Stripes, anyway? Because he's a massive tiger. He's a what? <laughs> ah! Do not fear, my friends. Do not run. A tiger will only attack if you flee. I will reason with him. Pack Belang, long had we heard tell of your constant... Ah! Ah! I was wrong! I was wrong! Everybody run! Ah! Ah! Oh, he's a stripy tiger. That's why they call him Uncle Stripe. Help me! He's got my leg! Hold on, let me just have a look in the big book of Malaysian biology. Let me see. Belang. Belang. Quick! He's been distracted! Now's your chance to save me! Oh, no! Oh, no! He's back again! Ah! Belang is the colloquial Malay term for Panthera tigris jacksoni, or the Malayan tiger. That explains it. Oh, look, the old guy's dead. He certainly is. Oh, my word. That tiger just spoke. What's the matter? Never seen a talking tiger before? <laughs> well, Tony the tiger. I've never heard of him. <laughs> I don't really eat breakfast. 
um, well, then how do you know he's on a cereal box? Silence! <laughs> Wherefore did you bring that nefarious man to my sanctuary? Are you poachers also? What? Poachers? That man was the most notorious poacher in all Malaysia. His name was Sang Kanchil, my sworn enemy. These heavily armed conservationists are here to protect me from him. Must they turn their guns and I my claws upon you? No, 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 please, please, we're not poachers. We came here because we thought there was a reward. In which case, I grant you the reward of not being mauled by a tiger. I can't believe Sang Kanchil used us. Well, not really. Used us for what? If he already knew where the tiger was, why did he wait until he happened to meet us? Why did he not just assemble a team of professionals a while ago and do this properly? Ow! The mountain has no time for plot holes. <laughs> What's important is that I am safe. We tigers are rare in these parts. I shall now return to my hut, where I will listen to the radio. <laughs> This is the BBC World Service, Jamaica News Now. A surprise today for Miss Mary Forbes of Montego Bay when she discovered renowned opera singer Sir Willard White hanging by his parachute from a palm tree in her garden. <laughs> Sir Willard had fallen from a plane chartered by radio sketch group Daphne, of which, coincidentally, Miss Forbes's nephew, Jason, is a member. <gasps> Auntie Mary! She had this message for him. Jason, me never know say you and Willard White is friend. Him tell me say you have a radio series now. Oh, what a loveliness! You're doing the family proud. We're throwing a big party in your honor in Montego Bay. Plenty jerk chicken pan the fire, holy for curry goat in the pot, and Willard White busting plenty move on the dance floor. Hey, hey, Miss Mary, may I have this dance with you? Oh, Lord of mercy! Jason, I have to go. Come to the party. Bring the Chinaman and the white boy. Bye! Looks like we're going to Jamaica! George Four Acres. This is a message for George Four Acres. Isn't that George's uncle, Billy? Oh, now what? I'll miss the archers at this rate. Thank God. <laughs> come in, George. This is your uncle, Billy. You've got to come back to Wolverhampton, are you? It's all kicking off here, ain't it? Your granddad's been set upon by his own pigeons. They've burned down the pen and declared martial law. We've tried fighting back, but they pecked out your Uncle Mike's eyes and carried your Auntie Doreen off into the trees. We ain't seen her for a week. They say you'll only release the hostages if you all come back with your meds and broadcast their demands from BBC Radio 4. Please, hurry, you're my last hope. Oh, Jesus, the pigeons are inside! The pigeons are gone! No! Looks like we're going to Jamaica! Hey! Thank you very much. We've been Daphne. Good night! Daphne Sounds Expensive was written and performed by Jason Forbes, George Four Acres, and Phil Wang, and featured Sir Willard White, David Helms, and Emma Siddy, with music by Jeff Carpenter. The producer was Matt Strong, and it was a BBC Studios production. What else is on? <laughs>